Micron Technology reports its earnings today after the bell. Angelo Zeno, senior equity analyst at CFRA Research, and Daniel Rubino, executive editor, Windows Central. Glad to have you both on today because this is a hot topic. I just was reading about Biden's plan, infrastructure plan, $50 billion now moving towards uh, chips because we know we have a shortage and that's one area that everybody's focusing on. So I'll start with you, Angelo. You have a hold rating on Micron in particular. I want you to explain what it is about Micron, why the hold, and what you think and expect for the earnings today. Yeah, I mean, as far as Micron is concerned, I mean, and let me just start off by saying we love the, the broader, you know, um, we just think there are better ways to, to play the market today um, than Micron specifically. Um, but as far as kind of what we expect here for the quarter, um, you know, we're, we're, you know, the company already pre-announced, so we expect them to report revenue of at least $6.2 billion. I think what's going to be more important is going to be what the guidance looks like. I think they need at least $7 billion in revenue, um, you know, to excite, uh, let's see, let's say Wall Street expectations. Um, I think also what's going to be important to look at is, is the margin side of things, the gross margins, um, expectations, let's call it around 32, 33%. Um, I think if there's that one potential hiccup that they can um, guide to in terms of the May quarter, it might be um, the expectation for gross margins of, let's say, about 37%. Um, and then it'll also be interesting to kind of see what kind of outlook they provide in terms of uh, pricing CapEx as we kind of progress, you know, into the second half of the year and even into potentially 2022. Uh, but that being said, you know, we continue to like um, or favor more the chip equipment players as well as more of the, the automotive type of plays out there like an NXP semiconductors um, rather than a Micron, which you know con continues to face volatility on the pricing side of things. Definitely favorable here in the near term, but you know, long term, definitely going to be um, volatility. Yeah. Daniel, why don't you expand on this? So we're going to we have Micron after the bell. I know that the street is looking for that seven billion revenue guidance. So if it's under that, I think there will be a, a certain element of disappointment. That being said, there is a clear chip shortage and some pricing power for companies like Micron and the others. Right. Is Micron a name you like? Yeah. So this business of DRAM and NAND, which is what they specialize in, is it's kind of volatile, or at least it's very cyclical. And so we have supply demand issues that have typically and historically come up here, which is exactly what we were just talking about when, in terms of guidance, what the next quarter is going to look like. I've been kind of surprised by how much demand has actually kept up. We're not out of this pandemic yet, but obviously we're nearing the end of it. But the sales of PC, smartphones, and IoT, and of course, server demand for cloud uh, is still stronger than even I anticipated. And that's what everybody is kind of anticipating that we're going to see for the next few quarters. Now, we have to understand here that Micron is only one of three major competitors in this area, with Samsung being the other. And Samsung is very well diversified, obviously, so not as big of a player. But then you have SK Hynix, which is the other major player out of Korea. And they're also seeing pretty bullish in, in terms of what their expectations are for this quarter as well as next. Now, some are predicting this will go well into 2022. I find that a little overly positive, but we are seeing a lot from the PC makers, which is where my specialty is right now, uh, in terms of new products, strong demand, and a lot of innovation. And of course, Micron is right there for that, as well as 5G phones. 
Now, 5G itself hasn't sold very well, but we have to remember the individual components in the phones for 5G are actually, there's more of them than typical 4G phones. So volume can be lower, but Micron could still do well here, even with those lower sales. Right, yeah. Angelo, you know, we talk about competition and Micron is one of a few doing exactly what it's doing. I was reading through your note and you talked about the different areas of Micron, four different areas within Micron. But we think of chips as a broad-based sort of strategy, right? Chip shortage, okay, great. That means cars, that means gaming, that means servers. Um, what names do you like more than others or do you recommend the ETF? Because I know you have a hold on Micron at the moment. Are there any names in chips in particular or tech, um, something related that you do have a buy or a strong buy on? Yeah, I mean, I'd say, you know, specifically within kind of the semi-universe. I mean, we do favor um, NXP as well as On Semiconductor. On Semiconductor has some activist interest, um, you know, within the name. And, you know, we do think there's going to be a lot of positive as the year progresses, not only on the EV side of things, but also um, as they approach that analyst day later this year with potential um, changes to the, the business model there. Um, so those are two names we like a lot. Um, you know, given the answer, I'd say. Um, also, in terms of, um, you know, more on the chip equipment side of things, we'd rather see investors focus on a name like KLA Tencor. Um, and a, a big reason for that, I mean, a lot of people have had kind of what Intel's doing on their side of things in terms of um, building their foundry services um, and just the overall kind of need for more um, capital spending from these chip makers out there and the, our belief that you're going to see kind of less efficient, smaller type of fabs out there over time, that's going to bode very well for a number of these chip equipment names. But our favorite name within that space is KLI. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Daniel, I'll give you the final thought as we talk about the shortage and we look at gaming and we look at autos. Um, what? Where do you like quickly? Yeah, so I mean, Intel is actually really interesting. They, they made some big moves this week. And I know they're uh, They've been on the, the outs for a lot of people recently, but I like what I'm seeing from the, the new leadership there. And so that's very good. Uh, on my on Semi is also very good. And of course, NVIDIA, they've been, I think, a little underwhelmed this year in terms of performance, but they're obviously still a big player in terms of, you know, gaming is still massive. Their GPUs are doing very well. We're still seeing a huge push into cloud computing. So I still think they're very well positioned, although the value there is not quite as strong as buying into something like Micron, but I still think they're uh, an interesting stock to watch. Yeah, and look, at the group is doing great today, all up arrows. Thank you both, Angelo and Daniel. Angelo Zeno, Senior Equity Analyst at CFRA Research. Daniel Rubino, Executive Editor, Windows Central. Thanks so much, gentlemen.